Hello, everybody. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me is Colin Mitchell. We are in the hotel room late Friday night. Uh, we went and had a nice dinner mm. uh, and then came back. Colin passed out for a couple hours. I watched LSU women's basketball game, and here we are. We are here. We are here to talk about North Texas. I realize the TV's still on. Let me turn the volume off here. Um, North Texas basketball, Shriners, Shriners Children's Charleston Classic. Two games in, North Texas will play again on Sunday, um, but we will not be there. Uh, we couldn't, you know, we yeah. use enough of the company dollar. Not of that can't drive there on a, on a working day. Yes, that's true. Drive back, That's true. Say. That's true. Colin's got to get back to, to work, the real world. But um, North Texas, we'll talk about our, you know, our takeaways, our thoughts. Obviously, two close losses to two uh, good basketball teams in St. John's and LSU. St. John's on Thursday. We did a quick recap of that, I think, uh, afterwards. We did not. Did we didn't end up doing that? No. Okay. Um, but, yeah, one-point loss there. Then LSU, uh, four-point loss, 66-62 this morning. Where do we start? Where do we start? I think overall, if we just start big picture-wise, it is a disappointing yeah. week because I said going in, I was like, all right, either you beat St. John's. and Like, that's the one and two scenario where, like, if you beat St. John's and you lose the next two, then I'm okay. But if you lose to St. John's, I want you to win the next two games. Yeah. And they were unable to do that, obviously, against an LSU team that is not gonna if in is not gonna finish in the top ten in the SEC most likely. Like right. most likely they're gonna be in the eleven to fourteen range. This is a team that's not gonna make the tournament in LSU. Maybe they make the NIT, but like that's this was a team last year we saw North Texas beat Wisconsin and Oklahoma State and so on and so forth and postseason but we're unable to do it here yeah i think to keep one thing to keep in mind you just mentioned it was the postseason last year where they beat those teams this team notoriously starts very slow um last year i'm pretty sure we were all panicking about southern nazarene yes and then they went ahead as well same areas as well and they went ahead and 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 won the nit at the end of the season so um i think that's one thing to keep in mind two i would hope that the offense doesn't stay as stagnant as it has been i mm-hmm. think they i don't know remember what they shot against uh st john's but they were 31.7 percent against lsu that's not going to cut at most games and i don't think it's the mean of what they're of what they're going to do this season and you kept both games close yeah. uh i mean you had the shot to win it against st john's and you didn't score the last like four minutes yeah. <laughs> against against lsu so you kept it close against both teams uh, and LSU, not for nothing, also kept it close against Dayton, who also beat St. John's. Yes. So, um, those I, four teams like are very much in the same tier to me. Like right. St. John's, Dayton, yeah. LSU, North Texas. And that's good because they're good teams. But North Texas is the one that ends up 0-2 out of those four. Right, exactly. And I think that that's something that when we all look at it, we're going to be pretty upset. Um, obviously, Ross, during the, the press conference, and the players didn't look all too happy. Yeah, and I think LSU was kind of the one that got away. But... Uh, I think there is positivity to take away from it because they still competed with these two teams despite playing not good basketball. Yeah, I, I thought North Texas, I think I told you in the first half against LSU and into the second, I was like, North Texas is not playing well. Yeah. And I thought North Texas generated a lot of open threes. LSU gave up, gives up a lot of open threes. But if LSU shoots the ball, I mean, I understand they finished the game 12-32 from three, which... Uh, you know, that's 37%. That's a fine percentage. Right. The looks they had warranted you shooting over 40%. I oh, thought yeah. the looks that they got were clean, clean looks for the most part. And especially in the first half before LSU kind of made their adjustments, that's where you needed to separate yourself and be like, hey, we're here. We're making open threes. We're 
were ready to play because the defense was that was fine. But when you play a defense that gives you that many threes, lets you take thirty two of them, you got to knock them down. Yeah, like that's literally what the game plan is is giving you, and you were unable to do it. Like they just packed the paint. Aaron Scott had no space. Um, you know, Robert Allen had a little bit of space. I mean, but for the most part, they really did a good job. LSU did packing and packing it in and making yeah. North Texas shoot. So um, I agree with you. Well, I think we'll talk about the offense a little bit more. I do want to stay on your point though. Of this is the early part of the season. I think every single year. I mean, we've talked about it before. The year North Texas went on to um, was it twenty? I get the years confused. The year they went on to win uh, to beat Purdue in the NCAA tournament, they started off the year was that the five and six season. Where yeah, that was the season record. Yeah, that was the season where they uh, didn't get the bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they they have had notorious, and even if you go back to I think twenty nineteen, lose to Dayton and lose to VCU. Yeah, like, they have lost early season games continuously. I remember the Buffalo loss was a big deal a couple years ago as well. Yeah, so. All of this is to say this is a program that wants to get over that hurdle. And I did think that the win over Northern Iowa was notable in terms of yeah. that was a top 100 win. So that's a good, solid home win. But, you know, you do want to beat LSU in this situation where LSU is clearly a team on the rebuild, clearly a team that's not making the NCAA tournament. Right. You want to win that game. You want to take what you did in the NIT championship and carry it over to this year. My rebuttal to that is, like you said, A, that's the end of the season. North Texas has very much been an end-of-season team under Graham McCaslin and Ross Hodge. But B, this team at this moment does not have the offensive uh, individuals to win games late. And yeah. that's something that usually takes time for teams to for, the, for these North Texas teams to figure out. And I do think they'll figure it out. But it's gonna take them some time. I mean, yeah, you lost the guy. You lost Tyler Perry. Yeah, you right. Go from Javion Hammett to Tyler Perry, and now it's who is it? Aaron? Is it, is it Jason Edwards? Yeah. Is it Ruben? And and that's gonna that'll eventually work itself out in games. I think we saw that it was gonna be Aaron in the first game against St. John's, yep. and then uh, earlier today it was definitely Jason Edwards yep. who turned it on. And uh, you know he misses some layups like everyone did. Um, yeah. We can talk about that here in a bit. But like you said. You don't have the go-to guy. Aaron Scott is your definitely your best player, but you don't have the go-to guy at end-of-game situations yet. I'll tell you what. I think also the defense will get even better than yeah. what it is. Like I, I just I have, think this team is going to be a real handful at coming out of the St. John's game, especially. Like the LSU game is more dis- way more disappointing than the St. John's game. Oh yeah, St. John's game. North Texas took St. John's best shot, and it looked like they were like going to beat them. And obviously, you don't end up getting a win, but. I had a friend text me, oh, yeah, this is the third best team in the American. Like, well, I mean, if you look at how St. John's played Dayton today, I think Dayton won 88-81. St. Yeah, John's something. put up 53 points yesterday. Yeah. So thirty point, almost a 30-point point differential. Like, yeah, defensively, this team is really, really, really yeah. good, and I think they can get even better um, when they figure out like, kind of their stuff at the five with, with Sissoko and whatnot. But this is – even with these two losses, I think there is a very, very strong case to make that North Texas is the third best team in the American still I agree. at this moment. And I so – um, that was our goals coming into the season. Obviously, who knows where we'll be in three months. I'm not saying they are going to definitely finish third. Yeah. Who knows? But nothing in this tournament, despite losing those two games, has made me waver off of the goals of this season, of, of everything. And right. you have to remember, this is, if, whether we like it or not, and yes, coming off of the NIT Championship, you want the next step. Expecting the next step to me is unrealistic when you consider an entire wholesale coaching change. Yeah. You lose your end-of-game player, which at North Texas specifically, 
the end of game player is the reason you had success over the past four years. Javion Hamlet to um to Tyler Perry. Yeah. That's what you're having to figure out. You're having to figure out all of this stuff on the fly. Um, and I just think it's kind of unfair to be like, oh, L- they lose to LSU and they lose to St. John's. That's unacceptable because you have to take a step forward every single season. Next year, okay, yes, but this year, game four of yeah. the season, like yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna press the panic button because LSU or because LSU beat them when LSU is, I think one of the most one of the oldest teams in the country. You can say it doesn't matter because they've they've lost to Nickel State, but like. Will Baker, fifth year. Jordan Wright, fifth year. Like I can go down the list of fifth year players on this team. They have four underclassmen on yeah. their whole roster, yeah. sophomores and freshmen. So, um, I just think they're in different spots. And this is a game Aaron Scott's going to learn a lot from. I thought Ruben had a much better game, even though he didn't shoot the ball great. Um, I thought he had a much better game. You know, Nolan will learn a lot. Sissoko will learn a lot. Um, but yeah, I overall, I I don't have. I don't have sweeping takeaways. To right. Like, oh no, this is a this is something that's majorly wrong. You could say the offense, but I think I think the offense is gonna be fine. Honestly, yeah. I, I trust Bugs. I trust Edwards. I trust Ruben and even Nolan. Yeah, and the, and the misses weren't misses where it's like oh like they couldn't get looks at all. Like we already talked about the three point looks. They had a lot of also missed layups. God, that's yeah. just gonna like if you yeah. smoke a layup, that's not a problem really with the player at this level, right? It's, it's gonna be a problem of just getting out of your own head. It seems like yeah. at that point. I mean. Like, Aaron Scott missing layups. Like, Ruben Jones missing layups. Jason Edwards missing layups. Sissoko with his hook shot. And I guess that's – that's we can talk about the bigs here in a second. But the the layups are going to come. Like, yeah. that's, this team's a three-point shooting team. It always has been. But they shouldn't also – they're not going to be averaging – Are you looking for points in the paint? Points, points in the paint, yeah. I thought it was up here. Ten. Uh, ten points. Like, that's going to be – that's going to be better yeah. throughout the year. And they still have a game Sunday. I don't know who they're going to play. I don't know when Wake Forest and uh, Towson play. I think lost to Wake. I believe LSU's playing Wake, if I'm not mistaken. So. Okay. So, if they play Towson, Towson's not an awful team. I mean, no. they're, they're top 150, at yeah. least. So, yeah, um, they are the worst team in, in the in the, uh, in the field. In the field. But it's it's also not a gimme. And like Ross said during the, uh, the yeah. press conference, they're not playing D2 schools. They're not playing these really low D1 schools either. Yeah. So... Um, I think that's positive. Now, I do want to talk about and get your thoughts on the big situation. Robert Allen had a really great game, but he played a lot of minutes, probably more than he's used to at, at a position that's probably not the position he played in the SEC. Yeah. Um, and he got, he fouled out, basically, kind of because of it. But he was everywhere today. Sissoko has been a problem. Yeah. I, I Sissoko, coming off the NIT game, we kind of just assumed – or the NIT run, we kind of just assumed you'll plug him in and he's going to be that same player. Yeah. A, like I said, this is a different – team around him this is not the tyler perry team this is not um this is not kai huntsbury team this is not Graham mccaslin team so this is a different offense they're running it's different looks um and i think more than anything though the defensive side of the ball he kind of has to come around and figure things out and which i think he will it'll just take some time he's too athletic too big to, to give up on at this point um and they need him uh whether they start robert allen or not i don't know but robert allen's I mean, for being like a six-nine center, that's not like the biggest. He's not guy. big, yeah. I thought he held his own against Will Baker. I thought he held his own uh, against all of LSU centers, which is a great, great sign. Yeah. Um, now, you know, if we're talking about winning the American, uh, Memphis and FAU have centers as well that will give North Texas fits. Yeah. But you know, I, it, it's not, and the rest of the American is not going to torch uh, North Texas on the inside the way that LSU did. Will Baker. 
was at last two years at Nevada was an all conference player, like scoring twenty points a game, fifteen, yeah. twenty points a game there. So I, I just look at this as being that was the one weakness of North Texas. I think com- we knew coming into this tournament, it's like, hey, how are they going to do at the five now against these really good teams that St. John's and um, obviously they didn't play Dayton, but like Dayton and LSU, like how are they going to match up? It's tough. They don't have story on the right side. They don't have Will right. Baker. Like this is not a strength of this team, but I think there are ways to work around it in the American. And not only that, I think they held their own rebounding. I mean, Robert yeah. Allen had three offensive boards today. Yeah. They uh, 34 rebounds overall, and then I think Soriano only had 10 points uh, at St. John's. Yeah, uh, so they did a great job against Soriano. So they did as they did as good as they could have, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, obviously, you want to score more on the inside. So They just need Aaron to be more efficient, to kind of go to the fourth spot. I mean, Aaron has to be – that's why I said I didn't think North Texas played well in this game at all. I thought Aaron Scott was, was off shooting-wise, obviously, yeah. 2 of 12. Um, and then he didn't. I didn't think he defended very well either. Kind of let Derek Fountain get wherever he wanted. So, Aaron Scott has hopefully his worst game of the season, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then I thought Ruben, while he started off the game pretty well, he had a couple threes. He wasn't able to get to the paint either. So you're settling for a lot of those floaters and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's 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 a tough game. They didn't play well. It's it's gonna hurt because you want to win, but. Now it turns into what North Texas has, Boise State and Mississippi State on the schedule before yeah. conference play. You want to try to get one of those. You yeah. do. you got to beat Towson first. You can beat Towson not first. A, not it's a pushover. It's not a gimme. I do expect North Texas to come out ready to play and play much better than to play today. But um, you got to beat Towson, and then you want to you know, hopefully beat. Uh, now Mississippi State, I think, is much better than, honestly, it might be the best team on it on North Texas schedule, uh, Mississippi State beat the brakes off of uh, Arizona State earlier this year. But, um, you know, Boise State, stuff like that. So we'll, we'll see. There's That's what I love about playing good teams early on is you get to see what this team is actually made of. And well, you get the benchmark. And you get the benchmark. You get to see where they will improve because now, obviously it's a new coaching staff like we said, but there is a track record over the last five years of this team steadily improving as the season goes on and yeah. taking significant step forward, steps forward. Before conference play, I mean, and not it, only do- that, it doesn't guarantee anything, but I do think it is notable, and I'm it gives me reason to be like, hey, I'm not, we're not where we were three years ago, saying, man, yeah. we lost to Buffalo. How can you do that? Like, well, not only that, I mean, last year this team, I don't think last year's team gets as close as this year's team does to these two teams. I mean, we saw what happened against St. Mary's. St. John's is probably St. Mary's a little different because they, they were. They have missed on half their team against St. Mary's, to be fair. But, yes, I I do. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think – like, if you bring in Southern Nazarene again, I don't think that this year's team makes yeah. it a game. You know what I mean? It um, was – yeah. It's – it's. I I can't even compare. I'd have to think about that for a minute. But, yeah, it's compare the two. But it definitely was last year a much slower team. Yeah. Um, I think this year's team's playing with better tempo. I think the offensive ball movement's honestly better. It's just – they need to figure out the individual part of it because last yeah. year they the last couple years they, they had, had the individual yeah, part of they it figured yeah. it out so I do think Jason Edwards needs the ball a lot I think he has to get up probably I'm actually impressed with him defensively he's healthy yeah he's I thought I thought he'd get played off the court at certain times and I, I mean he played 32 minutes yeah. uh, today and I thought defensively he was active especially against St John's he he was in passing lanes active obviously he's smaller but I don't think he's a liability yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Robert Allen was plus 14 in 23 minutes. Yeah. That is incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we saw some smaller lineups as well with um, Aaron, Aaron Scott at the five. At the five. Yeah. 
again against LSU, that's probably not going to work, but it could work against fill in the blank team from the American, like minus that, FAU and that's very much a yeah, that's a very much a team uh, a linebacker work. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if we saw that. Aaron will have to play better, like I said, but I think that gives him good spacing. Uh, you want to get Ruben in the paint more. He just has to be more aggressive and get downhill and force the issue a little bit more. But I I thought it was fine. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, but I don't remember what it was. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I thought John Bugs played pretty well as well. 36 yeah. minutes, 4 of 8 from 3, 5, 11 from the field. Great energy, as always. It's just fun watching him. Yeah. Yeah, no, it really That's is. Right. Um, so shout out to Bugs. Uh, anything else? I think I'm good. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how the game goes against Towson on uh, Sunday. I don't think we'll have a reaction pot up to that. We'll probably just include that in our next uh, podcast. But uh, football game Saturday, we'll have a reaction podcast up on that as well um and yeah. no, no football podcast though because yeah no here. football preview so uh don't want to throw out a half-baked product even though we recorded one but we did record uh, one <laughs> it was pretty bad though i will say it yeah, was pretty we, bad we don't, we don't want to just throw it out there so um yeah well that's all we got for y'all today um hope you all enjoyed it hope you all have a great weekend hope north texas beats tulsa if not, then we will oh, be. Oh, speaking of football podcast, though, I did have a very, very bad pick'em. The pick'em will be up in the morning. Yeah, that Stay was. Stay tuned. Well, y'all might be listening this morning, or it's ten o'clock at night when we're recording this. But uh, I'm probably gonna go bald, guys, and unless. And it, look at all the hair he has. I didn't. I don't yeah. want to touch it, but you can touch it. It's clean. I'm not touching your hair. Yeah, it's a lot of hair. So I, he needs a haircut anyways, but it's just gonna just be gone. It's gonna yeah. be great. I, I mean, it. you know, we we should read off the pick'em for the people who are listening. No, 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 no. That's too okay. Good. No, okay. No. Okay. It It'll be on Twitter. Check it out. Uh, but, yeah, hope you all have a great weekend. We'll be back after the football game, and uh, we'll talk to you later.